Do you have a reservation? What's the name? Oh, yes. Here you are. So glad you're here. I've been expecting you. I'm Tori Shira. But you already knew that, didn't you? Are you ready to fall in love with your direct sales business and purpose again? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Girl Boss Rehab. Hey, okay, so we are starting this. Can you believe it? One, this is all brand new to me, doing a podcast all by myself. If you've checked out our other show, it's The Unlikely Housewives of Joko. Sorry for the shameless plug, but gotta do it. And God had really put it on my heart that I needed to do this podcast of Girl Boss Rehab because that's exactly what I'm going through. And so you're thinking, okay, well, if you're going through it, what are you sharing with me? And I'm sharing all the thoughts, all the feelings, all the things that I've learned and that's God's really put on my heart. And I may just be one step in front of you, but I would love to take you with me. So if the trailer resonated with you at all, then I think you're going to be greatly surprised. And I think you're in the right place because you didn't find this by accident. So let's get into it. Whose vision are you chasing yours or his vision boards? How many times in your business have you been told to create a vision board? the beginning of the year, the beginning of your new fiscal year, the beginning of a new quarter with a new contest. How many different vision boards do you have? Do you have a personal vision board? Do you have a business vision board with all of your goals and all of the things that you want to achieve with your business? What does that look like? This is something that I grew up in with direct sales. And it seems like a wonderful idea. Absolutely have your goals in front of you that you're looking at in front of your desk, have them everywhere, have them on your car dashboard, have them on the refrigerator, have them where you're going to see them. I knew people that put them on their garage door. So when they entered their garage, came into their house every day, they saw it. And then when they left, they had one on the outside too. So they could see them every single day. The idea of you're putting this in front of you to manifest it, to envision yourself being there, feeling it, what you're going to be doing. Like, how are you going to feel when you're at this rank? Or how are you going to feel when you get this promotion? How are you going to feel when you're walking across that stage? You know, what's it going to be like when you get that check? What are you going to do when you're making that amount of money a month? What's the feeling? What's the vision for that? And they want you to write it all down. The idea is obviously that you're creating that feeling in your body. And so your body knows what to expect and that you're in expectation of it, right? And again, all this makes total sense. However, what if I told you that we were looking at vision boards all wrong? What if instead of basing our vision boards off of the next promotion or the company car or the next incentive trip, the next contest. What if we were basing our vision boards on God's vision for us instead of our vision for us? I'm going to talk about this a lot because this is really the thought that I want you to have and I want you to consider in 
your business. And I think it'll shift your perspective of how you work your business. Are you going to be okay if God's plan for you does not include you going to the top of your company? Are you going to be okay with that? What if God's intention is that you never make an incentive trip? What if God's intention for you is that you never get the company car, that you never have a top producing team? What if that's God's intention for you? Not because he's punishing you or saying that that's not something that you deserve. Let's be clear. We all deserve nothing that God gives us because we're all sinners and we've all been abundantly blessed just by his forgiveness alone and dying on the cross. Our vision boards are so materialistic. Sure, we tie it to things like, okay, well, when you get that check, what are you going to be able to do for your family? What are you going to be able to do for others? When you go on that incentive trip, you know, what's that going to look like? You're creating vision for your team. I understand all of that. And I get that to a point. However, let's be real. Everybody that comes into direct sales, network marketing, social selling, whatever you want to call it, is not going to always get to that incentive trip to get to that company car, to get to that top rank. Not because they didn't try. It's not because they didn't put in enough effort. It's not because they didn't talk to enough people. It's because that's not God's purpose for their life, period. End of story. That's it. Okay, so let me back up a little bit. Let me tell you a story. So my first network marketing company, I had, I'll be honest, I'm going to be pretty transparent with you guys. If you know me, one, you know the companies that I've worked for previously. And you'll also know what I'm talking about if you're part of these companies now. But I want you, again, hear my heart. I love, love this industry. I think it's an incredible industry. I think not only have we been given a bad rap for all of the, hey girl, messages that we drop in people's DMs that we send, but I think we've also been sold a bill of goods that don't belong to us. So when I started my first company, I was fresh out of college. I told, I convinced my brand new husband of six weeks that I could work the business. I could work it full time. I could have a full time income with it. And by the time that we had children, I would be able to have an income and be able to stay at home because that was one of the things that he really wanted for our family is for me to be a stay at home mom. That's a different story about how I felt when we had that conversation. But I sold him this because I believed it. I believed that and I I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I love the idea of being an entrepreneur. It's just, it's just in my bones. And that's, that's, I'm, I I love it so much. I love the entrepreneur spirit, the risk, the boldness that it has to take. I love everything about it, but it also comes with sacrifices, right? I had this dream again, 21, six weeks into marriage, eight weeks out of college. And I jumped in with both feet. And I was sure I was going to be a director. I was going to, so that's the, I would say that would be like a full-time position working full-time. And then my ultimate goal was to hit a national. And from the beginning, when we're talking vision boards and what we saw for ourselves and what do you want out of this business and where do you want to go? What do you want to take it? And when I went to my first company event with them, I saw beautiful women, all in high heels, beautiful matching suits. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're on a stage. I want to be on a stage. Side note, I was a theater kid. So I feel relatively comfortable on stages. 
some may even say too comfortable. I think I've passed that on to my oldest, which is terrifying. But I saw this vision of me being on a stage and sharing with thousands of people. Now, that may not be your story. That may absolutely terrify you. I know many of people who stand on direct sales stages now who say, I wouldn't even speak in public in front of five people, let, you know, and here I am speaking in front of thousands. I love how God uses that, their stories. And I truly believe that he's given me a gift with public speaking and my background in theater, speech, debate, all the things to do whatever he's created me to do. And so that's where I had this vision and I truly believe it's a God that's always been a God-given vision. Now, what did I take from that? I took from it that, oh, I'm going to be a national. I'm going to be a top director. I'm going to be on stage being recognized for a top producing team, for top producing sales. I'm going to be teaching people like this is going to be great. And I had a lot to learn as a 21-year-old running your own business. I say that in parentheses, right? Because... Well, you you know, again, people have their own opinions about whether this is our own business or not. But I worked that business the best way I knew how, what I was being fed, what I was learning, what I was trying to do. And I worked that business for five years. And that dream never came to fruition. The way that I worked that business, the way that I conducted myself, the way that I conducted my marriage during that period almost killed my marriage. It's definitely a blessing I did not get a divorce at that time. So I shut the direct sales door closed and I had no intention of opening it back up again. And I had some growing up to do. I had a couple of babies to have. (laughs) I have two girls and then enters my current company. My current company, I started as a customer, loved the products. I started feeling better, seeing results. And you guys know how it goes. You start that quote unquote accidental business because a couple of friends ask you, oh, what are you doing? Or what do you use? And then you start to have your own customers. And before you know it, you're in business. I think that if my current company had started any other way in my life, if it had been business first, it never would have entered because I was so fearful of damaging my marriage even more or damaging it again. I guess that's a better way to say it. So that's where I started. And then I made the commitment with my husband that if it started to turn into that first company, if I started to work at like the first company, that he had full reign to be able to say, pull the plug and say, you're out. We're not doing this family first. And we're not going to play this game again. And I said, absolutely, this is fine. So here I am. I'm in my business six years later. And in the momentum seasons of my business, I have always seen the stage. And again, I would put it like, oh, well, then at convention, I will be on a stage or I will be on the virtual training calls. Like I see the stage. And again, That vision has always been consistent. Y'all know the feeling. It's when you feel called to something, you feel called to something. And I kept putting that answer in a box. Like it's going to be this business. It's going to be my direct sales business. It's going to be this network marketing business. So the stage was always on my vision board. The top rank of my company was always on my vision board. The incentive trip was always on my vision board because that came with the top rank. The company car was always on my vision board because that came with... One of the top ranks, like all of these things came in place. The big check came with the top rank, like 
which again, all of this makes sense of how I would get to the stage. What God finally put, he had to take a lot of things away from me. He had to take the desire, the passion. I had to go through a complete burnout season of my direct sales business, a season of feeling lost. And that's going to be getting lost is not quitting, by the way. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But I finally got the clarity of Tori, quit putting me in a box. There are so many stages out there. It doesn't have to be this one. And let's be honest, I talked back because if you know me, I'm going to talk back. And I'm like, my God, how are you going to do that? But I mean, what kind of stage? How many? I mean, really, let's be clear, guys. How many stages can people get on on? I mean, like, you're not really thinking of a whole lot of stages. If you're in corporate America, what stage are you thinking about? You're not really thinking about any stage. You're thinking, okay, well, motivational. I, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, God, fine. You're right. It's not my direct sales business. This is not the stage I'm going to be on you're right. I need to close this door. I need to close my business. And I want to follow your lead because I feel the most content, the most at peace, the most in my purpose when I am in obedience with you, Lord. So close this business if this is not where you want me to be. And y'all, you know what he did? He continued to bless my business. He kept opening doors for my business that like just swung wide open. And I'm like, God, like literally I'm arguing with God. Like, Okay, God, no, I need you to slam the door shut so I know to walk away. I know to walk away. And then I came to the realization of the and. And another shameless plug here. If you go to my other podcast with Tracy, The Unlikely Housewives, you're going to see that we have a whole series, summer series, that we believe in the and. And I think this concept is something that we have lost in today's world, in today's society and culture, that everything is an or. You can only have one or the other. You can't have both. Can I have my cake and eat it too? No. But God made it very clear that I have you in this direct sales business for a reason, and this door is going to remain open. And I have something else for you. And I'm still going to give you that stage. I gave you that vision for a reason. And you guys, oh my gosh, how much pressure did that take off of me? Because here I was, I'm working like it depends on me. Well, in all honesty, it doesn't. It never has depended on me. And yes, you absolutely have to show up when God calls you. You absolutely have to work. Direct sales is not a, you know, the joke note hangout business. You have to work it. And I do work it. I work it in a way that works for me and my family. And it's my business. And I get to do that just like you do. You get to work this business at the level, at the capacity that God has called you that works for your family, because your first mission is your family. If your family is not intact, when you walk away from your business, it defeats the whole purpose. I don't care how much money you're making because he wants families intact, whole families. And he is setting our whole families, our happy, content families, our examples for others of what Christ's love looks like in a family. And there is no way he's going to sacrifice your family so you guys have more money in the bank. It's just not. It's not biblical and it's not what he's going to do. So when you look at your vision board, whose vision are you chasing? 
Are you chasing your vision or are you chasing his? Have you sat down and have you had conversations and prayed about it and gone, God, is this what you want? Is this is what you want for me? Or do you want me to sit in quote unquote middle management in my business and you have something bigger? Because you guys, it's networking. Let's be clear. Our business is all about networking. And one of the things that I pride myself on and I've learned it from my mom is that I'm a people collector. I am always collecting people. And I say that in a good way. I'm always talking to other people, finding out what they do. Because in my mind, I know somebody that needs to be connected to them. It may have no benefit for me whatsoever, but I could tell you probably a hundred different connections I've made for people and said, you need to know this person or you need to know this business. And it has been no, it's not profit for me whatsoever, but that's all networking. So what if if God has you in this business to open a door through somebody you're going to meet in this business, maybe on your team, maybe not, maybe a sideline, maybe an upline, maybe a downline that somebody your level one brings in. But what if that's who you're supposed to meet and that's another direction he has you going? And then maybe later down the road, he closes the direct sales business for you and says, I want you to focus on this. This is the purpose. This is where I want you to be. And honestly, you guys, we get so hell bent on one idea. His purpose for us is for our entire lives. His purpose for us is not a career. It does not just define. He has so much for us to do for the glory of his kingdom and for the glory of him alone while we're here on earth. And that does not just mean one business. That does not mean just impacting in one way. It means impacting in all sorts of ways. If you're a mom, you get to make an impact on your kids on the daily. If you are a business owner, you get to make an impact on your customers, on your employees, on your vendors, all of that. He has you in that. If you are in school, you get to make an impact on your teachers, on your professors, on your deans, on your other students with you. He has us in so many different avenues and our job is to make an impact and influence those, the love of Christ on a daily. So no, your direct sales business is not the end all be all. He may have be calling you to something else. He may use it simply as a vehicle to get you to another place. So I want you to think about this again. Whose vision are you chasing? Yours or his? great session today. I'll see you back here next week. In the meantime, be sure to follow the real Shira on Instagram. And if you have any questions between this week and next week's session, you can email girlbossrehab at gmail.com. And remember, God already factored in stupidity when he assigned us our mission and purpose.